Welcome to the weekend edition of the Nightly Nuge. And Ted actually started telling me a story this past week when we were together over lunch that I said, stop, don't tell me the end of it. This is too good to not put on the Nightly Nuge. Ted, how are you this weekend? I'm doing so good, it's crazy. My life is one whirlwind of an adventure after another. And the story I started telling you is really hair-raising. In fact, I've been re- I'm, I don't read books, I write books. And I want to thank everybody out there. I've had three New York Times bestsellers, uh, Ted Nugent, God, Guns, and Rock and Roll, Ted White and Blue, and uh, Blood Trails, The Truth About Bow Hunting, and Kill It and Grill It, a cookbook. But mm-hmm. I read a book a young man gave me. He saw my band, The Lures, in 1963 at the Bay City Roller Rink. And the name of the book is Narrow Escapes and Wilderness Adventures by Ben East. Ben East, a historical classic outdoor writer. I'm telling you the stories of man's resilience, their, their, their uh, improvise, adapt, and overcome tenacity. These stories about frozen uh, duck camps and being uh, frostbit and bear hunts up in Alaska and kids getting lost in the woods in Michigan. But my, my narrow escape was really an adventure to beat all adventures. I was in Sudan, Africa, a very remote, remote place. I did the last foot safari with like 40 natives, and we tripped all across the Sudan. Total wilderness, uncharted territories, even in 1978. Long story shorter, the rebels started killing everybody. They blew up the Khartoum airport. I had a date on March 18th in Ontario, California for 600,000 people. I was headlining the Cal Jam 2 in, Cal- in California on March 18th. I'd lost track of dates, but somewhere around the 14th or 15th, the Dinka tribe, the native tribe, the Dinka, they were so fascinated with me killing Cape buffalo and warthogs and vultures out of the air with my, my then brand new 80-pound Jennings bow that they were fascinated by the modern technology archery. And we, we struck up a kinship. Uh, I would kill the animals. I, we would work on them. Most of the white uh, hunting clients, they let the, the natives do the gutting and everything. But I got right in there because I'm a hands-on kind of guy. So I bonded as blood brothers with the Dinka tribe. Well, when the terrorists were destroying everything across the Sudan, literally they were chewing some kind of you know hippie, get high, stupid uh, drug, and they would just slaughter elephant herds with their AK-47s and wipe out entire herds of Grant's gazelles and kudu. Just horrific times. But the Dinka took me and we ran. And back then I was basically Bruce Lee. I was incredibly athletic, fit, and, and indefatigable. And we ran from the wilds of the Sudan into Kopueta, and then we ran to Juba, where the terrorists were killing all the white people and a lot of the tribal people. And like I said, they burnt the Khartoum airport to the ground. I thought that's where I was departing from to get back to America for the March 18th Cal Jam. Well, because I ran, I ran and ran aggressive. I didn't hesitate. I didn't complain. I didn't stumble. I followed the Dinka who were super athletes. We got to Juba. I flagged down a Red Cross plane, got right in front of the propeller, and the guy had to stop. And I'm a wreck because I hadn't seen a bed or a shower in probably 12 days. And I had been killing game with the last of my seven mag ammo. And we had stored all my trophies and all my archery and all my supplies on a hill in the Sudan, way deep in the bush. I, I thought I'd never see any of that again, but I had been killing Grant's gazelles and kudus just to keep us alive because we had no food, 
just we had the meat and we cooked the meat every night just unbelievable wow. and i flagged down this red cross plane and i said get me out of here get me out of here and he goes the terrorists are near like well then get me out of here he goes i'm not allowed to and i go well you're then you're not going either you don't want to fight with me i'll own this plane fly man go 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 that's the kind of guy i am <laughs> i've had no hesitation or ambiguity he flew me to cairo and again i'm covered in blood and guts filthy just a, a wreck a wilderness wreck I got to, uh, Car I got to uh, Cairo, and I saw a plane heading to Heathrow in London. And I ran down the runway, or down the hallway, and I had my American Express card, and I got a ticket at the gate, just as the gate was closing. I got to Heathrow, and again, I don't even know what day it is. I got to Heathrow, I went right to one of those stupid English phones, and a guy showed me how to put a quid in there, and <laughs> called my office in New York, and I went, listen carefully, this is Ted. I'm in Heathrow. I'm catching a Concorde to Kennedy Airport in six minutes. Take that message to Garcia. And I ran to the gate, still a wreck, a stinky, nasty wreck. Look, I look like a terrorist, but I had too much of a smile on my face because I, I had hopes and dreams. I can make this. I had no idea what the clock or the calendar was doing, but they were closing the door to the Concord, quite ritzy-twitzy, you know, and the, the security were chasing me down the halls at Heathrow. You're, you're, you're running after me, and they can't catch me. And I got to the door as they were closing the door, and the stewardess jumped back, and I got on the Concord. I found a seat, and I tightened the seat belt, and I held up my American Express card, and the security comes in and goes, it's a, it's a madman. It's Ted Nugent. So I said, you can, we can either fight or you can take my $3,000 and sell me a seat. And they laughed and I signed autographs and I got on the Concord. When I landed at Kennedy in New York, there was a police car waiting for me on the tarmac. They took me to the TWA flight going to LAX. And again, if I hadn't ran as fast as I could for the last six days, I would have made any of these connections. Well, I landed backstage at Cal Jam 15 minutes before I was supposed to go on stage. My wow. crew, everybody's going, well, make it. where is he? He's supposed to be here hours ago. He'll be here, just relax. <laughs> and I showed up, and it turned out that my band was quitting after the show, and I'd been, my wife had filed for divorce, but I got on stage, and I improvised, adapted, and overcome, and flames were coming out of my ass. They actually filmed it. You'll see it on MTV once in a while, and you can tell I am wired but here it is in august of cluster crank 22 and look at me right now keith i'm still wired great week ted and if y'all come back next week we will have some more never fake news here the nightly nuge right here ted have a great rest of your weekend see you next monday guarantee it nightly nuge every day